All right, so uh, back with uh, another edition of the Spaces. Uh, it's been a while. I think the last one I did was back in um, July, but uh, season is right around the corner. Had the uh, orange tip off, orange madness, whatever you want to call it. Went down today, and my buddy Dave Miller was nice enough to he attended the event and was nice enough to take time out once he got back home to. Give Q's Nation um, a lot, uh, all of us diehards that have been um, thirsty for some basketball action and content with the new team and all that good stuff. So, uh, um, Dave, thanks for joining in. Yeah, no problem. You're welcome. Yeah. So before we get into, you know, the individual, the individual stuff and everything like that, just um, let Q's Nation know how was it being at the Dome? for the first time with JV not being around. <laughs> it was interesting. At one point, um, I, I kind of liked it because at one point, I don't know, someone, someone went down and they tried to, they tried to do a double pump dunk during the scrimmage and, and they missed it. And, and red just kind of started clapping his hands. Right. He did. I, and I don't know in a scrimmage, if JB would have went crazy or not, but just my vision of him jumping off the bench and yelling at somebody came to my head. So, um, you know, it was definitely a different vibe. Um, there were only about 2000 people there. So that's my guess, total guess, but, um, you know, I, it, it was, it was good. You know, I think it's going to be a, a nice change. I just, I looked at the team as they had them lined up. I looked at them. I said, that, that looks like, you know, a Syracuse team that we're used to. It's just athletic guys that are, you know, that are tall and can make plays. And um, so it was just, it was kind of refreshing. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, getting right into it, um, how, how would you, um, how would you like to break this up? Would you just want to go through it individually where I just throw out the names and you tell me um, your thoughts or we go uh, position by position? Um, why don't you just why, – why we can throw out names. Why don't we do that? Okay, okay, okay. All right. So um, – Because I did, I did take notes on, on a lot of the guys, on, on most of the guys. So, uh, Okay, cool. So, because looking at how the team – all right, first, let me ask you this. Because when I saw the, the rosters for um, how they had the teams with orange mm-hmm. and blue – and I think the consensus was, and I was joking with Vince, that the blue team would be like minus 2,500 favorite going into this one. So did the blue team yeah. dominate as I think most fans thought when they saw the slide? Yeah, they did. They did. They. I don't know what the okay. final score was, but they were they beat up on him pretty bad. And what was really funny was at one point I look up at the scoreboard and it shows that the orange team was up by like 12. And I talked wow. to my wife and I'm like, wait, am I confused or something wrong? She's like, no, you're not confused. They have them reversed, so they just they okay. just they just screwed up the scoreboard. <laughs> so I think they're still working those kinks out. Um, okay, but yeah, I mean the blue team they they look they look good. Um, so um, you know it's your your spot on with that. Um, yeah. So so, uh, I, so the thing that uh, everybody's excited about how did that backcourt look with JJ? And it, it was good, and what was really good. Well, I wrote down, I said, JJ is very good. I mean, that was a note I just took. It, it was that, you know, it was that obvious. Um, you know, he's he's just a player. Judah was Judah. Unfortunately, I didn't get 
uh, there wasn't a lot of three-point shots. Well, I should say Bell took a bunch of threes. Um, Taylor took a bunch of threes, and that was pretty much it. I didn't see Judah take a three. Um, JJ hit a nice baseline jumper, which looked good. Um, when I saw the guys warming up, they, they looked good. But, you know, everybody looks good in warm-ups. Um, so, uh, you know, but the, the, that backcourt's very good. And the backcourt's very good. And what's really good is that them with Malik was really effective. He had three, um, he had three dives to the rim where the guards were driving and they just tossed it up to him and he dunked. It's exactly what you were saying they should do with McLeod. Um, but Malik was the guy that was getting it done. And he was getting it done against um, McLeod and Hema. So it wasn't like he was going up against short guys. Um, so that, that was very, very encouraging that, that threesome right there. Um, but um, yeah, so on, on Malik, him in particular, he um, it looks like he put on a little bit of muscle. If if you if you look at him, he doesn't look a lot bigger, but when you look at his biceps, it looks like he's been doing a lot of curls because uh, he definitely looks stronger. Um, but I think Dean, you had mentioned on a spaces, his defense is really good, and and you're spot on because there was one play. So so both both teams played man to man the whole game, um, and it was two ten minute running clock halves. Um, and so they just did a lot of your typical scrimmage stuff, pick high pick and rolls and trying to get the mismatch. There was one play where, um, Malik got switched off on chance Westry and Westry was trying to drive by him. He couldn't get by him. And Westry looked really, really good. Westry blew by bell on one play. Um, or not bell. He blew by, I think it was, I got it written down. Oh, he smoked Westry smoked Judah on one play where he just, he, he crossed him up and, and blew by him. But Malik could stay in front of Westry. So I was really impressed with it just, and, and it was him. It was Malik, right? He did all the little stuff. He was the, you know, get the rebound, get the loose ball, make a good defensive play. So, you know, I think against, like you had said in the past, Dean, against smaller teams, um, he definitely can hold down that center position. I think there's no problem at all there. Yeah, that 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 sounds great because um, <clears throat> you know there's been a lot of hype about him during you know the off season, the summer, now you know uh, the fall, and you know I think just be I think because like the way last season ended and stuff, and you know he started off hot and then kind of you know tailed off in the end, but pretty much wasn't like the whole, then the whole team kind of like <laughs> tailed off at them outside of Benny, right? So I, I think. Uh, Looking at where the expectations were of of um, Malik coming in, it wasn't like he was this top fifty guy or five star, whatever. He was basically like a what three star recruit and stuff. And you know, I always just say like, look at the, the 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 prospects of a player, like the potential, the upside, and everything like that. And I just feel like with Malik, that there was a lot to like there, you know. And it just you know how much development, you know. Uh, was gonna you know take place in the off season and you know um how much uh weight uh, the strength how, how how he can you know put it all together and um you know there's been a lot of hype and it you know I know it's a scrimmage right so you know disclaimer like you know we're not gonna try to get too high not gonna get too low yes. but yes. you know I, I think you kind of saw firsthand 
what the coaches have been seeing and what they've been because you know you listen to a Red Archie interview, um, Griff. You know he he had um a lot of good details and stuff with um, Mike Waters recently, and it's been Malik. Like Malik said, outside of the obvious with um, JJ and um, Judah, it, Malik is kind of like the guy that they 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 just been like giddy about. So you know I'm excited to hear like. Once again, disclaimers as a scrimmage, yeah. but you know you saw firsthand that hey, you know what? They're 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 not. It's not just coach speak when it comes to you know Malik. Like he, he's really like stepped it up. It seems right. Yes, agreed. It, it doesn't like you said. Yeah, everything I'm saying definitely disclaimer. It was a scrimmage, and that is what it is, right? It's like it's like Wednesday night pickup. So, but I understand what the coaches are talking about. Um, just watching him on a couple sequences when he had to switch on the smaller guys, they, they couldn't get by him. Um, and he was just, he, you know, he's long and he's very quick. His lateral movement is really, really good. And that I think suits him better than playing zone. I mean, he would be good in the zone obviously because he's a good defender, but he's the kind of guy that you can put up top um, and switching on guards and be okay. Um, some of the other guys definitely can't say that. Um, one of the notes I had is that I'm definitely worried with certain people in there about the about the playing man, specifically around the pick and roll. Um, you know, uh, Chris Bell. Uh, I just I don't know what to say. I just he um, there were a couple plays he looked adequate on defensively, and then there were other plays he just got. And I don't know if it's because of scrimmage, but there's people there you'd think he would give the effort. He just kind of. Got, he got hung up a little bit, and he didn't make that extra effort to get by and, and to get onto the switch, and he got he got blown by. So um, he worries me. Obviously, McLeod and Hema, they're going to be huge liabilities in the man-to-man defense. Um, so Red's got to figure that out, um, what, what to do in those situations. Um, what's really interesting is that Westry was also really, really good on D. Um, and Cuff was really good on D. Not a surprise. They both came from programs that played man-to-man. But they were they were very good. Um, you know, Westry in particular was – he just – he moves his feet well. His hands are active. Um, you know, he knows how to switch, which is good. Or he knows how to hedge and, and move back to his man, which is good. So, um, you know, I, I – Westry really impressed me overall. Um, again, it's a scrimmage. But both offensively and, and he started out playing point guard for the Orange team. And, um, you know, he, he handled the team very well. He had a couple of great passes, solid defense. So I was pleasantly surprised with Westry. Um, you know, when I look at lineups, as far as the lineup goes, I, from what I saw, again, it was 20 minutes of pickup ball. He was better than Bell and he was better than Justin Taylor. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with him. The problem is, is he really is. He looks like a pure point guard to me. Um, and that's obviously a problem with Judah and JJ. We have a crowded backcourt. But what a great guy to have coming in off the bench. If he, you know, if that translates into, you know, obviously um, league play. Um, so, like I said, so the, the only, the pick and roll is something that I, I still think we got to get better at for sure. Um I just think that there are some guys that do it well and some guys don't. Um, so, um, can... yeah. So, um, speaking because you, you mentioned a couple of the forwards like Bell and um, Taylor, 
So what was your thoughts on Benny Williams and Claudia Copeland? So um, Benny, <laughs> I don't know. Um, he looked better than he has in the past. He looked to drive more offensively. His defense looked solid. So I, it wasn't over the top great, but it wasn't awful, right? It was okay. He definitely looked to drive more. Um, he had a couple good drives where he got by his guy and finished off one with the dunk. Um, and I can't remember who was guarding him, but it wasn't it wasn't a small nobody. But um, you know, but what was interesting was he he looked a little bit skinnier to me. Um, and I sat in the same place that our season tickets are, just so I had the same perspective. Um, but he, he looked at a little bit skinnier. So I don't know if he lost a little bit of weight or if it's just my memory of him is, is off. But he did look more aggressive. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I wish he had done a little bit more. He got he did get a couple rebounds, which was good. Um, but, you know, one time something didn't go his way and he kind of put his head down again, which is not good. I, you know, it's the stuff we've seen from him in the past. So hopefully, you know, Red can keep him up and mentally up, um, you know. Um, and then who was the other forward you asked me about? Copeland. Oh, he played well. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's funny. I, when I went through, cause I figured you would ask me who do you, to, who, who would I think would start? I, I had Copeland as one potential. Um, he played better than both Taylor and Bell. Um, so his defense looked good and, you know, offensively, I, I wish he would, um, at times not be so flashy and just make the solid play versus the spectacular play. Um, he hit an outside jumper d during the scrimmage with the guy on him. It wasn't a three. It was right inside the three. But he had a couple nice passes, um, and he had a couple nice finishes. He, you know, he'd take the ball to the basket well, which is what we would expect him to do. Um, but, you know, but, you know, he looks like he's improved um, from last year, um, just based on the limited sample size of last year and, and now that I can get to, that I can, that I can relate to. Um, but um, Kyle Cuff, uh, he, he did okay. Um, it's interesting in the three-point shooting contest, he made, um, he made 10 out of 15. So he made the most threes out of the first round that they had. So it's interesting. His shot, he shoots from the center of his head, but he kind of, which is a little, you know, it always looks a little funny when you shoot right from the center of your forehead. But he follows through very nicely, and he made 10 of 15, which was the most of anybody. Um, and Westry looked good from three also. He hit, he hit eight of 15. Um, again, it's just spot up shooting. Um, but he did better than bell. And, and I think Taylor might've had eight or nine also. So he did well in that regard, but you know, I think cuff, like, like you've said on your pods, Dean, I think, you know, this isn't going to be a year that he gets much time. Um, he is small. He's maybe I don't know if he's as tall as Judah. Um, I think he might be an inch shorter, but, um, you know, I think down the line, depending on who else comes in, you know, I think he could be a, a contributor in some fashion. Probably not this year, though. Not with Westry. If if they decide to play Westry, I think, you know, he's he looked very good. So, um, you know, I think Westry, JJ, and um, and Judah would would be the three guard rotation. Um, yeah, yeah. Cuff is a good player to have just to keep. You know, our guys when they toes in practice and everything like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I wouldn't, unless 
injuries occur, which hopefully that doesn't happen with, with our main guards. You know, I don't really see um, Cuff Jr. playing much this year, but, you know, who knows what the future holds. But, you know, his biggest um, value and contribution, in my opinion, is going to be, you know, in, in practice um, competing against, you know, Judah and JJ and Chance and Copeland and those guys. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's definitely defensively, he's quick. He, and he moves laterally very well. So, like you said, in practice, that's going to help a lot, him going up against J.J. and Judah. Um, it'll it'll help those guys a lot, which is good. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we, 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 we uh, got to use a little something on the guards and the forwards. So now to the big men, right? <laughs> the big the, the, the big giants. Yeah. So uh, for those that, that – that, um, that don't know uh peter carry he 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 didn't participate because he he got injured um recently um according to red it's just like a minor sprain nothing too serious so uh he was the only one out the group that didn't participate in the scrimmage tonight but uh mcleod hema patterson they were all out there so uh what's what was your Take on those yeah. guys tonight. Dave. So before you go there, uh, Dean, you probably knew this. I had no idea. Chaz Owens is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, I, all right. So let me ask you this, Dave. Um, from what you say, like, does does Chaz do anything well? I mean, what, what's what's his purpose on his squad? I, like, does he have any talent? Like, I don't know nothing about. I, you him. know, I, outside of being Billy's son, I think that's it. You know, I, I think he, he is kind of a very good um, – I think he's just a good walk-on type player. Um, but they did announce him with the scholarship players. So I, I didn't think they had any scholarships left, but he was announced with them. Do you know if he is on scholarship? No, nah, because we when he came, we were at like a full 13. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know. I don't know if they did that because um, – you know, who his pops is or whatever, or, you know, he used to be on scholarship and stuff. But when he came in, you know, we had a full 13. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and he, he didn't play in the scrimmage. So. Uh, oh, he didn't play. No, okay. No. <laughs> At least if he did, I, I missed it. Um, but I don't remember seeing him. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Because he was listed on the blue squad with um, JJ and um, Judah and those guys. So, yeah, I don't, I don't uh, remember. Like you said, if he came in, I just missed it. Cause I was looking at the other guys. Or something. Um, mm-hmm. But back okay. to your question about the big men. Um, so these are, this was notes I took. I said, so interesting. They had the dunk contest and McLeod was in it. Like we joked about on DMing um, a seven footer and dunk contest, but he had one of the best dunks of the night other than Judas and Judah won the dunk contest. Um, but he had um, so McLeod had G Mac run up, run ahead of him like they always do, but this time on the baseline. And G Mac threw him a perfect bounce pass off the side of the backboard. And McLeod took it. He went up a ton and he took it from behind his head and finished the dunk. So I thought that was really, really athletic and impressive. Um, unfortunately, when it went to the scrimmage, it that athleticism didn't translate too much. He looked, he, I don't know if he was nervous because he fumbled the ball a couple times when it was passed to him. You know, one was passed to him. He missed it, kicked it off his knee out of bounds or something like that. Um, and he just looked, looked a little bit clum, clumsy and out of sorts. Um, so 
he did he did have one good defensive play. He had a couple of good defensive plays where just his sheer size disrupted the shot. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he didn't do a whole lot. Hema didn't do a whole lot. And I think it was because it was a scrimmage and it was really, you know, those things tend to be guard-oriented. Um, so they didn't really do a whole lot. Um, the uh, Patterson... He, I mean, he's got potential. Uh, you know, he scored, which I, I think McLeod might have put in a bucket, but I don't really remember it. But, um, you know, Patterson caught caught the ball. It was either off a rebound or a pass in. And, you know, he did a nice little, nice little jump hook from five feet or something like that that rolled in. Um, he's, just, he's just really skinny. Um, and he, he needs a solid 20 pounds. Um, but... Uh, like I said, the, the the big guys they they didn't touch the ball a whole lot because um, it was so much of. Like I said it was a lot of three point shooting by by uh, Taylor and Bell. They just unfortunately weren't hitting many of them. I think Taylor hit one. Um, Bell may have hit one, but uh, the big guys didn't get a lot of opportunities. It would just be what they would do defensively that was, I think, more important for them. Um, but. Um, yeah, so I don't have many notes on them, and I don't have a lot of a lot of memory of them. They were just kind of playing more defense than anything. Okay, so let me ask you this, because Griff has said in an interview with uh, Mike Waters that at this stage right now, at you know around the same time frame of both plays, that Patterson is much more further along than where Jesse was. And remember when Jesse first came, a lot of people, you know, a lot of fans. Didn't think too highly of him. <laughs> you remember those? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. So from just the little glimpse you've seen of, you know, uh, and once again, disclaimer, it's a scrimmage, so I'm not going to get too crazy, but just how you see him, you know, getting up and down and, you know, his body of like, you know, just having that projection in your mind of how he might look in another year or two with, um, you know, high major um, strength and conditioning that he's going to get at Syracuse and stuff like that. Um, do, do you think that, uh, you know, Griff, Griff might be onto something here? Um, it's a good question. I, I think he definitely seems more coordinated than Jesse was. Um, he has, he has decent hands, which is good. And which we know Jesse did not have. There were even times last year, Jesse didn't have good hands. Um, so I think I, I, I see why Red is saying that based on the little bit that I saw him, um, you know, I think he moves well. Again, he can he gets up and down well, better than Jesse probably did, probably did as a freshman. And again, as a freshman, I never really saw Jesse much, so it, I can't really compare him at that time frame. But um, you know, he's just so skinny, man. He's like he's like a rail. Um, so against high major, I don't know. You know, if we thought Malik was skinny last year, this kid's even skinnier. Um, so I mean, um, yeah, and and that's what McLeod, man. He he's a big dude. He is tall, and um, but he's also really skinny. Um, so he, you know, both these guys really, really need to, if they can, if they can put on weight. Not everybody can, but um, mm. you know, um, but yeah, I think you know, I think Patterson, you know, if you know, he's definitely a four-year player if he sticks around, and he get stronger and develops, I could see him being a, a good contributor in a few years um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so 
I don't, I don't think red's off on that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. So, so overall, like just, uh, it, this is you just kind of, you know, projecting, um, obviously looking at the whole team. Over- this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Overall, like what's your, what's your expectation seeing them up close, um, after, um, tonight. So I, I definitely think they have the talent to make the tournament. So that that's kind of my, you know, as a, I don't know, an eight seed, a nine seed, something like whatever in that range, right? I, I don't think they're. It's it all. It's all. I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna depend on our backcourt. Um, if I felt better, uh, if I knew more about our ability to play man to man defense, I'd feel better about them. Um, I just, I just don't know about that. Um, and cause tonight was a scrimmage, you know, and, and then, like I said, there were moments where Chris Bell just got blown by people just, just got totally, totally toast. Um, the fact that the blue team was just picking rolling and Malik had three alley-oop dunks, um, at, with ease that worries me on some guy's ability to play man to man defense. Um, but talent wise, I think we certainly have enough talent to make the tournament. Like I said, that, that, our backcourt's good. Uh, it's, it's really good. Um, and you know, with Malik and the other guys, um, and Benny, I just, I think we have enough talent to get there. It's the question is, can red put them together, um, to, to get us to the tournament again? Do do you think we can um, finally finish better than six in the <laughs> ACC, or that's um, a little too 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 much wish wish wishful thinking in um, Red's first season? I don't know. Let's see what do we got. We got Duke, yeah. Carolina, Miami, um, Virginia. Who would be next? I, I think it's a lot of question yeah. marks after the first three that you mentioned. Yeah, I agree. So yes, I think we can finish sixth, fifth, or fourth. I think we can. Again, I'm I'm really I'm really hoping that I'm really hoping that Red can coach in game because that's going to be a key. We we have options. That's the thing. I, you know, when I looked at at Copeland, um, there are games where I think he could be very very effective, um, but then I think there are probably games where he should probably sit on the bench. And have a just, Justin Taylor in there who just see if he's hot. And if he's hot, keep him in. So if Red can can manage the personnel properly and take advantage of our strengths versus their weaknesses, um, yeah, I think we can, we can t- certainly make the tournament and we can finish in the top six in the ACC. Um, but if he gets kind of stuck in the ways and just says, okay, these are my seven guys and that's it, I think we'll have problems because if we end up, you know, always sticking with McLeod at center and Hema and swapping them in and out. There's just going to be games where that's not going to work. It's just, it's just not. You know, we don't always need a seven foot center. It's not nineteen, you know, eighty seven. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so with some of your concerns with some of the guys on um, the man to man and and stuff, do you think uh, Red might 
you know, uh, channel his uh, inner JB and say, screw it. We, we have no choice but to play play zone for I, long stretches in certain games. I, you know, it's funny you say to ask that because it was going through my head during during the scrimmage. Um, would he fall back into that, into what he knows best, which I have to believe is that at this point? Um, you know, I think if we lose some games playing man, I think that the pressure is going to mount on him, and he, he might do that. Um, the question is, if the zone works better, is he smarter to stay with it? If it works poorly, then he, he's just got to – you know, if the zone works just as bad as man, he's just got to get back to the drawing board and figure out what to do. Um, you know, I, I really hope that he's talking to other coaches – and figuring out how to play a modern man-to-man defense. Um, Cause things, you know, it evolves and man-to-man has evolved over the years. So I, uh, I, you know, I would really hope that red would be doing that, which I'm sure he is, you know, cause he seems like he's on top of everything. Yeah. I mean, I know his old boss Greenberg, Seth Greenberg's been retired for a while, but he was a coach for a long time. I got to imagine red and, 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 and Greenberg have had some conversations behind the scenes and stuff. You know, he's giving them pointers and things like that. Um, you know, along with, um, picking, you know, JB's brain and stuff, even though I know JB is like, I, I'm not going to the games and this and that, but I got to imagine like, you know, here and there, you know, he'll talk with red and, you know, give him his two cents of what he think, you know, you know, he, he should do on, on, on certain points during games and give him some, you know, advice and things like that. But, um, yeah, uh, Dave, um, so, look, uh, I'm sure you uh, got some, maybe some other notes that you want to close out with. But I'm going to say this, like, you know, I see my guys like Vince and Skies around. You know, if anybody want to hop on and ask um, Dave anything, you know, maybe there's something that, you know, we haven't touched on or something that you want to ask, you know, just hit the request button and i get you on. But, um, Dave, uh, you know, I'm sure you scanned it through some notes or whatever. If there's anything you forgot or left off, you know, um, you know, please, please, please share. <laughs> yeah, let me look. Um, yeah, I think um, I, I guess the one guy that I really um, obviously besides JJ, which we kind of expected him to be really good. Um, Westry really surprised me. Um, how good he looked uh, as a point guard and defensively. So uh, if I, I think he's uh, red's got to find time for him because I think he can really help us again, assuming that this all translates into uh, into normal, you know, P five competition, um, which theoretically they were, cause they were playing against each other. Um, but uh, really that was my, that was my, one of my big takeaways, Benny in, in practice. It's funny. His shot does look smoother, which is nice. Um, it's not as flat as even even as it was last year. It's like each year he gets a little bit better. Um, and at one point in warm ups, it's just warm ups. He did hit four. He had four switches in a row from three. Um, the question is when it translates to the game. Does it does it happen? Because a lot of these guys look great in the game, or I'm in practice, I should say. But you know, it looks like he's been working on a shot, which is good. So that was encouraging. Um, and again, Malik's form is fine. I just don't think we're ever going to see him shoot from 15 feet. And I wish we would because um, his form is good. It's, it looks fine. Yeah, I mean, I saw some practice clips where he looked comfortable shooting from distance. So, you know, I wonder if Ray is going to give him the 
green light to take some of those shots if he's open. You know what I mean? Like, obviously not force them up, but, you know, if, if he's open, you know, why not? But yeah, I agree. I don't know, we'll see. And in warmups, he was shooting three. Yeah, and that's where he was standing. So last mm. last year during the season, in warmups, he would take foul shots. He would just sit at the foul line. This in this whole warmups, he was standing at the three point line, and he was making a bunch of them. You know, he made two or three in a row at one point. Nice swishes, good follow through. So, I you know, mm-hmm. I'd love to see him take some. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember you you would send me some of those clips at the games last year where you were like, you know, look, look, look at him at the free throw line. Like, he looks – that form, it, it looks fine. You know what I mean? Like, if he could ever shoot it with confidence or get the green light, you know, maybe, you know, that's a, a, a part of his game that, you know, could develop. And, you know, because everybody's just like, oh, you know, he only just scores on layups and dunks and stuff. But, you know, it does seem like there's some potential there that he can – do more than dunks and layups, but you know who knows if um, once the game actually happens, if that's something that we we're gonna see um, expand from this yeah. game. So. Yeah, and and he can handle the ball also. So that's the thing. I think there is. I, I know why Red is saying that. There's a lot of untapped potential there. During the scrimmage, there was one thing. I can't remember the scrimmage or where it was, but you know he he was in the open court and he dribbled and he dribbled fine. It wasn't like you know he was had to pick the ball up immediately and throw it to a pass to a guard. So um, I, people say that, but I think it's just because they, in fairness to everybody, we just haven't seen him in a game ever take an outside shot. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember it. So hopefully this year we'll, we'll get yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this is one of the last questions I have. Um, so just from what you saw today and – with the with with the amount of talent we have and everything like that, and I know Red is going to have a difficult time with the rotation, with um you know the minute minutes distribution and everything like that. But from your lens, from what you see, and just you know once again projecting, what would your um main rotation be as the season goes along? Yeah. Like how many players and like who are you know like now you're going through your notes, so you have all the plays in front of your face. So like, what would be you know, give me like your starting five and key guys off the bench. Yep. So I was ready for that one because I was thinking, hmm, who would I start after seeing that? So I had against a smaller team, if they don't, you know, Carolina, you wouldn't start this team, but Miami, you would. Exactly what you've been saying on your pods. But JJ Judah, obviously, they're always starting. Um, Malik at the center, Benny at the, um, um, Benny at the four. And then based on what I saw today, Copeland. The problem there, obviously, is the three-point line. Um, if I could have seen Judah and JJ, JJ take some threes, I'd have a better feeling for that. But I didn't. That, in the scrimmage, they didn't take one that I remember. Um, against a, if, if there's a big team and we just need a big body, it would be JJ, Judah, McLeod, Benny, and Malik. Again, the problem there is shooting. Um, so I don't know if you swap out. You know, it depends on how Benny does. If you swap him out for a Copeland Taylor or a Bell, I guess I wouldn't start Bell. He may start, but based on what I saw tonight, he is exactly the same player as last year. There's no, there's no change. Um, he didn't get a rebound that I remember. Um, he didn't shocker. Yeah, you know, and, and <laughs> you know, in man to man, I mean, you just got to go after the ball. You know, it's, you're not even in a zone. You're not even in an area in a zone. 
right? You're not like saying, okay, I'm on the left wing. You're just, you're just anywhere. Um, you know, Taylor, I think there's going to be games where he could be a very good match for us in terms of his, his ability to shoot. Um, unfortunately, neither one of those guys shot well at all tonight. Um, but uh, so I think it's, you know, JJ Judah, Malik, Benny, those are your solid four. Assuming Benny does play up to full potential. Um, and then after that, I think, you know, it's going to be Copeland, you know, Copeland. I can't tell between Taylor and Bell, um, but obviously chance and you got to have a center. Sometimes McLeod is going to be the guy. Hema looks, Hema just um, outside of the zone. I don't think Hema can really play. Um, you know, McLeod stands a much better chance. He's just more athletic. He's just quicker laterally. And he just, he's just taller. So he just makes anybody that comes in the lane, you know, he can just kind of stand there and make the guy and alter the guy's shot. Hmm. So, yeah. So, so it seems, um, let me see. Let me count it up. Let me see. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it seems like it's a solid eight guys or you can get to nine. I guess it depends on from what, what, what you're saying. It seemed like it might be a battle between Tell and Bell, right? What well, with those guys? I, because it seems, yeah. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, no. That's okay. Keep going. Yeah, no. I was saying because from what you're saying, all the other guys they bring some to the table, whether offensively, defensively. It seemed kind of like with Bell and Taylor, their skill set kind of mirrors each other with the jump shot. So it's like whoever has the hot hand, you ride with that. Yes, that's a good way to put Do it. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, the, the struggle I had when, you know, and I've got these, these two lists here is that when you have JJ Judah, Malik, right. And Benny, you have those four, um, that fifth guy, um, you know, where, 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 if Judah and JJ aren't able to hit threes, which I believe they can, where is the other shooting going to come from? And theoretically Taylor and Bell are it. Cause I still Copeland's outside shot while he did hit a shot from like you know maybe 18 he didn't when i saw him in practice his shot hasn't changed so and he's not a guy that's going to go out there like taylor or bell can and they get hot and they can hit five in a game i can't ever see copeland doing that um so i think that's where red's gonna have probably his biggest struggle is what to do with you know those three guys Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cause somebody, um, cause I think when when push comes to shove, it's it's probably gonna be a, a eight man rotation. I believe that uh, Red is gonna be settled with, but there's nine guys that definitely can play. You know, it's funny because Griff. This is another point Griff made into uh, Mike Woods. He said there's nine. They felt like there's nine guys that can start. So it's kind of like we kind of mentioned. The nine guys, right? Yeah. Because the other ones, obviously, Hema and and you know, um, Cuff Junior, like they're not um, what Peter Carey and Patterson, yeah, right. Those guys, you know, um, good practice and death pieces and stuff, and who knows how they'll develop for the future. But like right now, coming up this season, obviously, you know, we're not counting on them to be major contributors. But the other nine that we mentioned, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know how uh, Red uh, settles with with the rotation because I really I really think 
Um, it's going to be eight main guys, but like the eighth, ninth man, that's something that, you know, with the, with the three, with, like you just mentioned with Taylor, Bell, Copeland, you know, that's, that's, I think it's going to vary from game to game, you know, with how he, um, goes about, you know, who, who has a longer leash from, you know, who doesn't. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's where I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, that, that's what makes good coaches great and, you know really is a differentiator they're able to adjust in game to what's going on and, and i remember way back when jb was coaching in the 80s that's because that's how long i've been watching him he was not good at that um it took him a long time to figure that out um and then he figured it out and then the last few years he kind of went away from it to just i mean getting to the point where he only played six guys at times so um Hopefully, Red can do that, and he can recognize that during the games, because um, it's not easy, right? It's why there's not only a handful of really great coaches. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. So once again, I appreciate you hopping on. A lot of good insight from you. So uh, Monroe Ma- Madness is next for you, right? Yep. Yeah, we're gonna go out to that. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how different it looks. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the one thing was JJ had, and Dean, you, you probably know this. He had on his left hand, he had a pretty, you know, a, a decent wrap on his left thumb. So I don't know. Did he, did he jam his thumb? It's nothing serious. He, he looked fine, but it, I just. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. It was a fairly big yeah. wrap on his left thumb and it kind of went down mm-hmm. towards his wrist. So I, it looks like a jam thumb okay. thing. Yeah, because these guys, from the sounds of it, it's like it's it's it's, it's Royal Rumble, UFC, and all that stuff going on in practice. That these <laughs> guys are really going after it. You know, Red is probably gonna have to tell. Like, you love the intensity, but Red is probably gonna have to say at some point, like, "Look, guys, like we got the season coming yeah. up, Maui, all that. Like, I need you guys to stay in one piece." <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Westry, Westry right. had a thing on his knee. Had the thing on his knee also, but he looked fine. You know, you were talking about. Yeah. Or the, did, did you hear that they were gonna slow, slowly work him in, or was that what you were just hypothesizing? No, nah, that that's that was that was pretty much the plan because you know with um him coming off the surgery and everything like that, it, it you know doesn't make sense to rush him back. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, slow playing him was the best option that the coaching staff, you know, could have done because, you know, uh, we, 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 we know as fans, Q's fans, like we have had bad luck with, with injuries with, with a lot of players and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> for rushing, rushing a player as talented as Westry, who's going to be needed, needed this, this upcoming season to come back before, you know, being a hundred percent, that would have made absolutely no sense. So, mm. You know what I mean, but but he was he was working out. You know he he was doing like you know the shooting and everything like that. It was just you know the intense five on five, all that stuff. Like that that was stuff that they kind of just you know held him back yeah. from. Well, so you know so but but it wasn't like you know he was just chilling on the sidelines for months and everything like that. Like he was still you know getting after it. You know. um you know, outside of playing the full, you know, the full five hundred five. So, um, okay. you know, uh, I, but I, I'm I'm encouraged with what you were saying because that was one of my questions I had. But you got to it, you know, first was how he looked, you know, because since you know, uh, 
you know, he just got cleared to do, you know, the full scrimmaging and stuff. So, you know, it looked like he it looked like he, he didn't have much rust to knock off, huh? From what you No, I, he looked I, I, I would have never guessed that he was hurt or that they were gonna slow play him because he looked I he played hard. Um he was right he was getting up and down faster than a lot of guys. So um he looked perfectly fine to me. Um, and, and at one point when I was thinking about the starting five, I was like, he's one of the best, he's, he's good enough to be a starter on the team. He's better than Copeland, Taylor and Bell. From what I saw tonight in 20 minutes of scrimmage, he played better than those guys. Um, so I, you know, um, the question is, is can he fit into that team? Although in the three point shooting, he shot well, like I said, he had, you know, he was eight for 15. So I, he did take one in the scrimmage at the end, and it was a little bit of a rush shot that he was short on. But, um, you know, that's who, 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 who won the three point um, contest? It went into overtime. And, well, they had two teams. That's the way they did it. They did it by teams. Oh. Yeah. And so the, um, I don't know. I can't remember. It was I. I just know that on, on the last, the last, yeah. it went into overtime because they were tied, and then they did it combined with the women and the men. Um, so like one team was two women and two men, and so that was the team, and then the other team was the same. But um, I just remember that the uh, each team got five balls at the end, one shooter, and Taylor went one for five from three from top of the key, and then. I think it was uh, maybe Bell. I can't remember. I don't know. Went 0 for 5. So <laughs> it wasn't impressive, the overtime to win. Um, but you said Cuff, Cuff made 10 of 15. Westry was 8 of 15. You know, Bell, I think, was 8 of 15. Um, so, you know, decent, decent numbers. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, the guys, I think most fans would have, expected to light it up was um like the ones we've been mentioning like bell taylor benny you know what i'm saying yeah so hearing cuff and westry you know that's well that's actually a good thing because the more guys that we have on the roster that can knock down some threes the better i, you know I agree, so, agree. And, and benny yeah. benny didn't participate in the three-point contest for some reason even though he was listed mm-hmm. oh okay. yeah he didn't do it so um yeah, yeah. They, they they should have threw our boy Malik Brown out there. Though. I know. Why not, right? I agree. <laughs> I would love to see it. <laughs> no. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So I right, so Dave, because um, you know, I was chatting with Amanda and she was saying she's going to my romantics as well. So, you know, I told her I'm you know, I've been trying to lock it down with her to, you know, hop on one of these joints at some point. So I hope um you know, after when y'all go to that event, maybe sometime because I know it's a Saturday night, so I, you know, I ain't gonna do a space on a Saturday night, but you know, sometime a few days after that, like um during next week or whatever, hopefully uh we can lock something down and and uh you know you 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 I know you have a better read of what you're seeing with the guys up close, and I love to get her takes as well. So you know, um, looking forward to that, and then what is it? The ex- exhibition games come in not to I think the following week, so. Dave, man, it's gonna be things are gonna getting getting ramped up real soon. Oh, no, right? they are. I know it's exciting though because it's such a. It, it, I I think we have a lot of potential. I do, but we'll see what happens. You never know. Uh, 
Yep, and they and 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 once again, they gotta stay healthy because you know we, you know, a, a buddy of mine joke said that you know we got like the all uh, um injury <laughs> you know all star team because yeah. like it seemed like every the like. 75% of the roster has dealt with some kind of, you know, surgery or, or something like that. So, yeah, hopefully it's nothing that continues to linger through the season and stuff. You know, we get to see these guys, you know, at, at full health because it, 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 def- it definitely looks like it could be um, a fun roster to, you know, root for and, 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 and entertaining to watch as well. You know, it's one thing, you know, these previous, previous years where – you know, there's a lot of losses and, you know, back-to-back years now, not going to the tournament. But the games haven't even been exciting. You know what I mean? Like, Dave, how many times we chat and we're, like, complaining? Like, this is tough to watch at times. <laughs> and, you know, now I think, um, you know, the fan base, you know, a lot of people are energized because it's like, all right, we're going to have a team that's going to get up and down and, you know, be exciting and stuff like that. So, you know, it's – uh. You know, it could it could be a, a a fun season coming up. Um, yeah, I agree. I think um, the one thing you know, I know that JJ from the clips that you know that you've had and and I've seen, he is a good driver and he really takes the ball to the basket well. In fact, he scored the first basket by just blowing by his guy and uh, getting to the rim. So him and Judah, man, they um they're going to be tough to contain. And then if you got a guy like Malik who can do the high screen and roll and just dive to the basket, they're very good at finding him. Um, so, so I think that's going to be good. Um, it, it, like you said, it'll be exciting to watch. It won't be this, you know, very methodical, slow it down and look for a guy to chuck up a three. Yeah. And, and look, um, the guys with the drivers we have with how good, another thing I'm excited about with how good JJ Judas, um, chance, these guys off the bounce, that's going to make the job of Chris Bell, Justin Taylor, Benny. It's going to make their job easier when they stand out wide open for those three-point shots because um, when when those drive, drivers get in, they're going to collapse the D and those kickouts, you know, it, it's, <laughs> man, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be something to watch, you know. That's why I'm, I'm, you know, looking forward to seeing, you know, who steps up, especially from, you know, that that forward rotation that we, we've been talking about because opportunities are going to be there. Like Chris, Justin, you know, Benny, like they, they, they can't complain about difficulties of not getting clean looks because they should, with the drivers we have, they should have plenty of clean looks to knock down throughout the season. So, you know. Yep, I agree. I agree. Yep. Yeah. All right, Dave. So uh, once again, I appreciate you uh, hopping on. And like I said, you know, hope to have uh, a, 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 a Miller family combo with you <laughs> and Amanda the next time around. We'll, we'll set something up. But um, this is going to be, you know, once um, uh, we wrap up, it's going to be on Apple and all, all the podcast players. So, you know, you definitely can, you know, uh, forward it to your buddies and stuff and, you know, whoever <laughs> You know, uh, didn't get to go out to the event tonight. You know, at least they'll get some insight from you and and and, and everything. So I appreciate you hopping on, my guy. Yeah, anytime, anytime. And I'll talk to Amanda. I, we can we can get her on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, have a good night, Q's Nation. Signing off. We out. Thanks.